Welcome back to World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. I'm Tom D'Antoni. Today we've got Clark Salisbury, guitarist, oud player, and now one of the folks behind the group calling itself Wild Rome Burns. They're doing what amounts to the fiddling. Although no fiddles are required, the fiddle represents all instruments. The Rome in the title refers to America, which is about to be run by a madman. They say they've formed in response to recent social and political trends, that means Trump. Their mission is to leverage the power of music and community to support and confirm diversity and social justice in our neighborhoods. Their first concert will benefit the Q Center, will feature the Bayou Boys it's, uh, at Mississippi Pizza on Saturday, January 7. Let's meet Clark Salisbury, shall we? Well, welcome uh, to the cupping room. That's where we are. Thank you. And the World Cup Coffee and Tea, Northwest 18th and Gleason, our home for coffee shop conversations. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> pleased to be here. So, um, I got the coffee. I'm pleased to be anywhere where there's a cup in front of me. <laughs> really. Actually, just pleased to be anywhere these days. I suppose. I suppose, yeah. It, it, you know, um, you're not the first person to come in here and be and not not know exactly what to do, but you have found something to do <laughs> about about the malaise, about well, the, yes. the, the horribleness and, and and dreadfulness of life in America after you know with with Trump as president. Oh yeah, no, oh, we're we're all going to hell. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we found something to do. We're not really sure. Uh, what the outcome will be, but uh, started, I got, got together with some friends and we started, uh, well, all my friends are musicians. I, I don't know how that worked out, but I got together with a few of them and we thought about it and we decided we'd do some um, art against oppression, kind of music against the man. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to do some benefit uh, events. We're, gonna try, we're trying to institute, actually, a, a monthly benefit event which will feature Portland's finest and some of Portland's not-so-finest musicians. Um, uh, and each month, uh, targeting and trying to benefit a group that we think could be find themselves marginalized in the coming years. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there are plenty of marginalized groups to pick from now, but things could get worse. And I think a lot of us are expecting things to get worse. Much so, worse. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty frightening. Uh, so we kind of, I kind of thought, um, well, like everybody else, I was going through the seven stages of grief after the election. Um, about every 15 minutes, I was going through the seven stages of grief. And uh, right. Uh, right. I kind of figured out, I just, I just had to do something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't really have a clear idea, but... It just felt like some sort of action was was the only choice at that point. I, you know, it's just either that or uh, you know find a bridge to jump off of. So uh, right. I'm a musician, so I thought of music, and uh -huh. that's that's where we're going. We and we've now we've started a group that we're um, provisionally calling While Rome Burns, uh -huh. and it's a, a little bit about of fiddlers. 
yeah. Well, yeah, it's of course a reference to the Nero fiddling yeah. while Rome burns, and it's kind of. Yeah, an I never odd... knew that Nero was a bluegrass musician. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I think actually he didn't really play that much fiddle. I, I think he was more into the ocarina. I don't know. Ralph Stanley featuring Nero. <laughs> but, yeah, can we get them? <laughs> well, Ralph's dead. <laughs> yeah, I think Nero's not doing too well either. Actually, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, I'm not doing too too good too too good myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so our our theme song will be feeling all right, uh, at least for today. Um, uh, so it just seemed like a, the time and and uh-huh. the right thing to do, and it it also felt like. Um, really a, 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 a historic moment to me. I, I really heard a, suddenly a lot of people around me, a lot of my friends who never said a political word before talking about what can we do wow. and, and how do we resist and mm-hmm. um, how do we take care of people. And, and I just thought, well, you know, if there's a silver lining, maybe this is it. Maybe people are waking up. Maybe people are starting to think about each other a little more. Yeah, I, I have found people that I never thought would, I would hear from saying, I feel like I'm part of the resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, de facto, I mean, all of a sudden, a bunch of us <laughs> find ourselves in the, in the uh, little, little camp of Indians down there in the valley, you know, waiting for the cavalry to ride in. So, uh, right. So we right. started our first, uh, we put together our first event, which will be on January 7th. Uh-huh. at the venerable Mississippi Pizza Pub. There you go. Where you can get some great pizza and some great pub. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to be... Um, the, our inaugural band is the Bayou Boys, and I'm really excited about them. They're a, a pretty new band of Portland veterans who've all been in the scene for... Uh, Ever. Well, most of them forever. <laughs> yeah. um, Dave Call on bass was the yeah. first one to jump up and volunteer. Dave's been uh, super supportive and is... Uh, a a really supportive human being, uh, mm-hmm. you know. If if, <laughs> if you need help, call Dave. Sorry, Dave. Um, we'll be putting his number up on the website later. I'm sure. Uh, Dave Call on the bass. Uh, Brian Foxworth on drums. Well known around Portland. Played with pretty much well. All these guys have played with everybody. Yeah. Brian's in the Oregon Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, oh, he's a great uh, yep. drummer singer. I guess he writes as well. Yep. Really looking forward to that. They got uh, Steve Caron on piano on keyboards who's uh-huh. a, a sort of a recent New Orleans transplant from uh, back in the Katrina days, yeah. but he's made quite a name for himself locally uh-huh. um, with a number of bands, and uh, so he'll be there. And then a kind of newish guy, Mark Shark, uh, I think his last name is actually Schatzkenhammer or something, I can't even say it. Um, but he goes under Shark? Mark Shark, yeah, it's much easier S-H-A-R-K? to say. S-H-A-R-K? Uh-huh. It's a great name. He's a guitar player. If you're going to change your name, you, yeah. can't, you can't beat Mark Shark. I, I know, I know. Uh, I can't be in a band with him because then it'd be Clark and Mark Shark and it'd just be <laughs> ridiculous. Um, which is I'd like to. So he's. Um, and he's, what does he play? He plays guitar. He's a guitar player. He's, uh, he's got some cred. He's played with uh, Bonnie Raitt and uh, uh-huh. um, John Trudell. The uh, uh-huh. um, don't know if uh, everybody's familiar with the Indian uh, poet and songwriter. Um, I think Mark was out at the Dapple thing uh, playing really? uh, as, in a, as a musician and playing in support of the. Uh, the Standing Rock tribes and the, the tribes out there. So uh, he's got some cred too. So it's a four piece and they should be just rocking. Uh-huh. Um, playing music from all over. A lot of a lot of New Orleans influenced stuff, a lot of R&B. Um, 
just really looking forward. I haven't actually heard them yet, and I, I think they've just, they're pretty newly formed. Yeah, yeah, they've had some gigs over at uh, uh, Blackwell's. Blackwells. Yeah, yeah, they Blackwells. do regular Blackwell's things. Blackwell's. So, but I think that's, you know, just within the last few weeks that they started out there. Uh, so we got them, and then we've got, we've even got an opening act. Uh, yeah. Doug Schaefer and Chelsea Cafferty Barnes from the Smut City Jelly Roll Society, if you know that <laughs> band. They're, uh, they play sort of 20s, 30s, 40s, uh, kind of off-color. Prohibition stuff? Music. Yeah, Prohibition yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know, um, I need some jelly for my role and yeah, all that, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of crazy stuff. But they're they're really fun. They're going to be opening up. And the benefit itself is for Q Center. Did I say that? Not yet. That should have been the first thing. That's okay. Q Center, the, yeah. um, which is, uh, I wish I'd brought with, uh, with me their mission statement, but they're a uh, Supportive of the LG. Let's see if I can get this right. LGBTQIA plus community. That's too many letters. I know. They got to stop. They got to stop adding adding shit. I'm sorry. But see, it includes all. We all support them. But But they just have to stop adding shit to the to their (laughs) name. It's ridiculous. I know. Well, we can just. I think we can get away with LGBTQ. Yeah. Yeah. but they're a really great group over there, actually not too far from Mississippi Pizza, and um, uh-huh. they provide support for um, uh, that community and and really our community. So uh, I'm yeah. really excited that uh, yeah. that we're going to be uh, hopefully generating some funds for them. Yeah, uh, Mississippi Pizza has been so supportive, uh, making their venue available for us, and it's just going to be a really good time. We got a Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check it out, and we'll be doing, uh, we're just pulling it together now to get it. It'll, it'll be up on this page. Uh, that'd be great. That'd yeah, be great time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I saw your thing. I, you know, I saw you invited me to the, to the group, yeah. and um, I said, well, look, you know, we, Oregon Music News has to do something besides putting up uh, radical videos, which which we've been doing in the you know, the past few weeks, and um, uh, and so you know, I said, well, we got to be a media sponsor. I was, yeah. yeah, and when you uh, when you offered, work. I was just uh, I I called all my all my closest friends and said, guess what? We got no. Tom's going to help us out. So that was really yeah. I don't know how much sweet. good we do. Well, <laughs> I don't know how much good we none are of anymore, us know how much good we do, but we're true. you know we're going to yeah. do it anyway. Right. We'll see. Uh, I you uh, know I don't know how we're going to do it, if this is going to make a difference, but I'll tell you, it, it makes a difference to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, being yeah. personally involved in doing something. You know, anything is uh, is just uh-huh. nourishing. Uh-huh. Um, do it. Any any other uh, any other shows lined up? We just had our first actual steering committee meeting today. Today, right before I came here. Wow. And uh, we've got a really awesome steering committee, which is, uh, uh, in spite of the fact that I'm on it, uh, which includes <laughs> Leah Hinchcliffe, uh, Portland's premier bass funk oh, yeah. machine. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Smea, who many people uh-huh. know from uh, her work with her trio and with uh, Too Loose and uh, uh, ex-alum of uh, Wyden Kennedy, an actual uh, uh, producer for uh, Nike commercials for Nike uh, for Wyden Kennedy for years. So she's got some skills. That's good when it comes to the PR um, end of it. And Evelyn Liu, who is uh, chair of the American Pacific Asian Chamber of Commerce, I believe it is, and has a, an incredible reach into the immigrant community and the um, uh, various groups uh, um, around town. So uh, we've got a really good crew. And so we're designing the rest of the series now. And it'll be monthly. We we haven't um, settled on the second event yet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mississippi Pizza is going to be doing some remodeling. So they're closing shortly after uh, our event, and they'll be closed through February. So we decided we'd take that time and, um, uh, you know, give give us a chance to evaluate how the first one went and then then move on from there. But uh, um, we're actively looking for people who want to perform and um, for uh, places that need help. <clears throat> well, I have to, let, let me put in my two cents because I went to that What Now meeting Yeah. over at uh, uh, Revolution Hall. Yeah, I know. We tried. And I, I got in and I'm looking around because I, I'm on Medicare and Medicaid Yeah. and I've got a target on my back and if they cut that stuff, I'm a dead man. Yeah. I'm dead. I'm a yeah. pacemaker. Okay. I will die. Yeah. They will kill me. I think they would like to, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure they would like to. Yeah. I, yeah, they, I will, I, I'm sure that these people who are vi- who are very evil would like to just get rid of people. Yeah. Okay. No, so, uh, I, so I get there and there is nothing. Nobody. There are tables up and down, you know, the, the two floors of that place, and speakers and stuff, and no one addressed that issue uh, no, whatsoever. Couldn't get we tried and we couldn't even get Nobody in. Nobody addressed the issue of people who are who are going to lose their health insurance and what to do about it. Yeah. Now there is a group. There's a nonprofit group uh, who who is who's um, uh, I mean they're 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 in existence already and they uh, uh, that's what they do. I mean you know and I think that they would be a a, a good target. So they do um, they su- support yeah people who are having health issues and they what they insurance. do is for instance. They've got a, uh, uh, they're working on a bill that is t- that's not due to come up in the state legislature until 2020, <laughs> but it's, you know, and, but it ha- it's, it's, it's complicated because it has to be complicated. And it basically would, would um, be Oregon Health Plan for All, single payer, Oregon Health Plan for All, and um, that would take care of everybody, everybody, and fuck Washington, Yeah, you know? Uh, and you know, uh, uh, and there, there's there's a group that needs some support. But uh, you know, it's, uh, somebody's got has to has to has to recon- first of all recognize this issue. And all those people yeah. over there in that in, in Revolution Hall did not recognize the issue. Yeah. They had every other issue in the world except people who are going to die because of Donald Trump. You know, wow. That's my two cents. Well, <laughs> it's 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 really valid. It's really valid. I'm you know um, I, I'm with you on that. I, uh, yeah. I struggle with uh, health issues and with uh, insurance issues yeah. um, and economic issues in general. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know if 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 there was just, if there would be just some some way to first of all, I don't think he's going to cut Medicare right off the bat. I think people who are, I think people who have it may be grandfathered in. I don't know that for sure. They just might want to scrap it and say "fuck you." Okay. Well, I think if there's if they can figure out any way to suck more money out from the bottom and send it to the top, they will. So, yeah. Um, and I don't think they're embarrassed about doing it. I, but I just, I don't you know, for the people who have Medicaid, which is that's that's the other part because Medicare only pays for so much, you know. And and if I if I hadn't had Medicaid, I wouldn't have gotten a pacemaker and I'd be dead. So yeah. those people have to be taken care of. Easiest way is to just put them back on an Oregon health plan, mm-hmm. you know. 
it's not an it's not an enormous amount of people. It's probably maybe a hundred thousand, but still, you know. Anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how many bands are you in now? You could, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's several. I'm. You've been in Baladi for what? Almost eight years. Uh, the brothers. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably, it might be even 10. It might be almost really? 10. I was trying to think about, I think I started with the brothers in 2007, 2008, something uh -huh. like that. As, as It might have been 2009. Might have been 2009, I don't know. As what? Uh, strings, uh, playing yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, guitar, of course, yeah. and uh, oud, and some, uh, oud is an Arabic kind of fretless lute, and yeah. some saz, which is a Turkish uh, instrument. Um, how does one, how does one, Learn the the the, the ode. Uh, well, you know what? YouTube. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, it's hard to find an, an oud teacher in uh, in Portland. Although there are a couple of pretty good oud players here, as yeah. it turns out, but no, <laughs> not many teachers. But um, I just I watched a lot of YouTubes. You know, I don't I don't think I could have done it ten years ago. Really? You know, it's just um, just the technique is so different from guitar. In what way? Um, well, it's a. Uh, it's everything's kind of different. The the pick is different. They originally mm -hmm. the oud was played with a bird quill, really, and the uh, the plectrum orisha, as it's called, is a long, skinny uh, piece of plastic instead of a little triangular thing like a guitar pick. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, right hand movements are quite different from guitar. The left hand um, position is is also different. The the one similarity that's the only thing that sort of saved me was that the uh, it's a uh, it's six courses of strings there are 11 strings on it but in six courses which is like a guitar and the scale length is only a little bit shorter than guitar so you didn't have to learn you know like mandolin fingering or something um, so but yeah it's you know if you and actually, I wouldn't be playing the oud if it wasn't for Michael Beach and the Brothers of the Baladi. Because it was required He's, in the band. They needed a, a yeah. somebody to play some Arabic instruments, some Middle yeah. Eastern instruments. And uh, actually, Michael Kersey, the bass player, yeah. I was playing with him in another band, and he found out that I had an oud um, <laughs> uh, somehow. And next thing I know, Michael Beach called me on the phone and asked me if I wanted to <laughs> try out for their band. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love that band. I'd... Yeah, I'd, I'd seen him a couple yeah. times and thought it was just such a cool thing, a weird sort of combination of American and Middle Eastern influences. Yeah. So uh, I, I told him, uh, well, I don't really play the oud. <laughs> he goes, well, what do you do with it? <laughs> and he said, well, do you want to learn? <laughs> and, so, you know, I, hell yeah, you know, how can you turn that down? Get to join a band and learn how to play a new instrument, you yeah. know, and... Um, <laughs> The, my first year with them, I, I think of as my year of shame. It was, uh, I oh. was terrible. <laughs> I'm still not a great oud player, but I can get by. But, but um, you were playing guitar too. With I was that. playing yeah. guitar too, but yeah. no, they they didn't really want me to play guitar that much. They did. They wanted it to sound, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They wanted yeah, the yeah. Uh, that Middle Eastern. Well, sound, it's a so. distinctive sound. There's nothing, nothing else it, sounds like it. It really is. It's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful sound. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've, I've become pretty enamored, and I'd always really liked the sound of Middle Eastern music, and uh -huh. it was just a great opportunity to sort of delve in there and try to try to figure out what it was that was different about it, why, uh -huh. why it sounded so um, 
I hate to use the word, but exotic to yeah. me at the time. And, yeah. yeah. And but in a really good way, in yeah. a sort of exciting way. So. Yeah. Um, There's nothing wrong with exotic. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, sometimes the cultural reference to the exotic other cultures you know is a uh, uh, grates on some people the wrong way oh, but it's a very that. different kind of it's a very different kind of sound and music yeah. approach yeah. Uh, yeah from the western sound and it's uh-huh. you know uh-huh. it's great and I, I love it there you know it's opened up a lot of stuff and, you know i play some jazz as well and uh-huh. and it's it's really started kind of filtering into the jazz playing especially a little bit in some of the rock playing in, in some kind of odd ways, and I don't even <laughs> notice it now, but people sometimes comment like, you know, you're playing those Arabic scales again, you know, like, oh, yeah, I guess I am, sorry. So did you start picking up like zither and stuff like that? Uh, no zither. No zither. <laughs> no, oh, no. I play on. a little bit of mandolin. Don't you want to play the bass. third man theme? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be next time. I'll work on that as soon as I get home, Tom. So I'll put that right on my practice list. <laughs> I know. It's, it's it's such a cliche. It's like, you know, accordion and Lady of Spain, you know. Yeah, but yeah. still, I mean, yeah. you know, it was a great tune. Oh, yeah. A great tune. Very, Even if they played it way too much in the movie. Yeah. Because no, every second they were playing. <laughs> Man, music makes the movie, though, you know. you got to have it. That and... Orson Welles in the in the doorway in the shadows with the cat. <laughs> you got the voice for it. <laughs> awesome. I wish. I wish if I had if I had his voice, I wouldn't be sitting here. Believe me. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, and what's the other one? The other oh instrument? Yeah. Is the or the other main one in that band yeah. is the saz. What is that? It's yeah, a Turkish, I'm completely ignorant of that. It's a Turkish instrument. Yeah. It's kind of the national instrument of Turkey. Um, the word saz, S-A-Z, in Turkish means instrument. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It means instrument, and they actually they have different kinds of sazes. There's a balama and a jura and, and, and so forth. Um, it's a um, seven-stringed instrument. It's a long, skinny neck, uh-huh. kind of a gourd-like body, um, round-back body, um, very bright and twangy sound. Uh-huh. And the, the, the seven strings are in three courses. So it's an odd, uh, uh, two pairs of strings and one tripled set of strings in mm-hmm. octaves. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a very bright sound. Um, but, you know, just uh, Google or, or go to YouTube and type yeah. in Balama, which is B-A-G-A-L, um, B-A-G-L-A-M-A, Baglama, Balama. Uh-huh. Uh, saws and just watch those guys. Some of those guys are just amazing. Is that how you learned to play that? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, and I've spent less time focused on that than the oud. I really found that I, I fell in love with the oud. And yeah. I like the saws, but the oud, yeah. the fretless, yeah. being able to kind of, the glissandos and uh-huh. glissandi, I guess. And, and the uh, oud is a beautiful looking instrument. They are. They're gorgeous. Yeah. You know, they yeah. can be uh, yeah. really, although. Although the, the super um, fancy ones are usually the crappiest ones. Because <laughs> they, they put all, the, you know, so yeah, you see these yeah, ouds for yeah. sale and uh, just just a tip, don't buy a fancy oud online because it's going to be a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, um, Donald Trump will want to marry it. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I, have you, uh, you uh, like, found any interest in other kind of exotic, like the Cora, for instance? 
Um, I've never, tr no, but I mean, I, I went and uh, saw um, Tumana Diabete, or uh -huh. I guess is how you say his yeah, name, yeah. play the Cora um, several years ago, and man, it's, that's a beautiful sound as well. Yeah. Um, of course, Andrew Oliver had his Cora band here before he moved to England. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Might have been before I was interested. Could have been, yeah. Um, but uh, so, that's so hypnotic. Yeah. Know. But yeah, no, all it's kinds limited. of music. Yeah, there's, there's great, you know, there's a... Um, uh, guy Josh Feinberg. I don't know if you've uh -huh. ever run into him. Uh -huh. He's a, 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 a fabulous guitar player and also not too bad on the tabla uh -huh. um, here in town. Who brings uh, um, teaches, but he's uh, he's got a Facebook page and if you go find him, I forget what he calls it, but he's he's built a nice little room uh, in a uh, an outbuilding uh, uh -huh. where he lives and. He, he brings just fabulous musicians from all over into play, and he's, huh. you know, so, uh, particularly Indian, mm -hmm. um, but just world class. He'll have world class people out there, and you know, it's a guy, you know, out in Southwest Portland, yeah. right? In yeah. his, <laughs> basically in his garage, you know, bringing people from Delhi, and you know, so wow. there's just there's a <laughs> great world music scene, I think. Yeah. Here. Now you have you're in, are, is is the the band with uh, Leah Hinchcliffe and Ward Griffith still active? Um, we're on sort of a little hiatus mm -hmm. um, for the holidays and for there's been some family issues for uh, um, both Leah and Ward um, and none of their families are here in town so there's uh -huh. uh, so there's been a lot of back and forth there but yeah we've got a band called Sugarfly and it's a trio uh -huh. uh, we do New Orleansy oriented pop music. Like, um, um, well, <laughs> Lola by the Kinks <laughs> would be one of the tunes we do, and uh, Roxanne by the Police. Um, That's not exactly New Orleans. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. We um, we don't hew to the to really the strictly the catalog, but we all love that kind of yeah. uh, Cajun Zydeco New Orleans, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of the Neville Brothers, and right. Uh, right. and uh, we all love the. Uh, um, the meters, you know, yeah, and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, but we kind of try to find stuff that's outside of the New Orleans uh, mm -hmm. book. I think there's a couple of, hey, we do Walk Into New Orleans, you know, Fat Domino sure. song, sure. you know, but we sort of stay away from the, the low-hanging fruit there and mm -hmm. tend, to, tend to think of interesting ways to... You mean the ones that people like? <laughs> right, we try not to play Don't anything play that those. anybody likes. No, no actually, um, our motto is... We take songs you love and we change them so you don't recognize them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and and we play a lot of Leah's original material. She's oh, and I one or two of mine as well. So we've got some original stuff. Really? But Leah's a, a pretty prolific writer, and wow. and um, uh -huh. her stuff is is great. Love it. Um, she and I sing, and uh, Ward likes to hit things. <laughs> uh, yeah. I still think that that I think we disagreed on this at one point, but I think she is still. So under the radar. Yeah. Oh no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, except for musicians. Except for musicians. You know, right. I wasn't disagreeing that she was. That people don't know about her, because she, she plays. I, it's not understandable because she plays with everybody and she plays yeah. all the time. Yeah. And. Um, I, and of course, those two are are the quadraphones, rhythm section. Quadraphones, yeah. yeah. Quadraphones, and yeah. oh, I don't know. Leah used to with soul vaccination and yeah, yeah oh jeez yeah. Sabroso words with the the uh, place Cajon yeah and uh, and traps with Sabroso and they're they're pretty awesome. Did she play Cajon? 
Yeah. With them? Yeah, yeah. 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 Bo- both Cajona and She Switches Off play some traps as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and that's a pretty fun band. I saw yes. them not long ago at Jimmy Max. Yeah. Too bad about Jimmy Max. It's really awful. Uh, it's just... But yeah, no, anybody who's listening to this, if you ever see or hear the name Ward Griffiths in some band that's playing somewhere, you should go see them because yeah. you won't believe she's she's the real deal. She's, such she's a completely good the real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, uh, and a wonderful and lovely human being. You know, <laughs> I got to get her in here. You should talk because to her. Because I have never had a conversation with her. You know, it's like Saida Wright. Yeah. I had never talked. I, I knew Saida to say hi to and uh-huh. over the years because I knew Liv Warfield, but I had never sat down and with her. I sat down in here with her and she was great. She was great. Yeah. She sang, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I want you to do that because I'd like to know about her history. You know, I've been working with her for, jeez, uh, about a year almost. We've been yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, everything what? I know about her, I found out on the Internet because she doesn't <laughs> talk about herself, right. you know. One of, the, one of the first times I ever saw her, I remember, was about six or seven years ago. And Rob Sheps used to, bring a, used, to, used to have a big band here. He would come into town and put, throw them together. And she was always in his band. Yeah. Uh, I guess she could put up with him. I don't know. <laughs> Strange man. Anyway, uh, so uh, so New Iberians still have it? Doing the New Iberians, that's true. Yeah, we're playing, um, oh, I guess we got a party tomorrow night. Um, and then there's sort of a weird splinter group from the New Iberians uh, with <laughs> Evan Schlaes, who's the yeah. accordion player with the New Iberians. Mm-hmm. Picked up, uh, started picking up the vibes a couple years ago, learning to really? play the vibes, yeah. And he's got a little band which he calls Big Baza for some unknown reason. Uh, but uh, I play in that, and it's, you know, kind <laughs> of a throwback. It's really jazz standards, uh-huh. super, super standard standards. Um, and a few odd things like, thrown like in here. Ellington? Yeah, Ellington. And, and yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but it's vibes, which yeah. you don't hear that much. Um, oh no, not at all. Um, I think there's there's a couple of people playing vibes in town, but um, very few. Who? But, well, Dennis Elmer. I don't know if he's I still performing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a lost instrument. Yeah, it yeah, really and it's a, such it a pretty sound. Yeah. So and even even the even the great players. Yeah. Uh, there are very few, you know, the international well, players and Gary Burton's still around. And, yeah. Uh, somebody you know, just died. Bobby Hutchinson was dead. Yeah, and then yeah. not long ago, right? I think so. Just this year, I think. So, which is too bad. But I guess... Yeah. Well, there's, there are a few. There. Warren, what's his name? Warren, somebody, Warren Wolf, is his name? He's, oh, that he's, doesn't he's, ring he's a bell. So. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a fun little band, it's, and that's got mm-hmm. Fred Ingram on drums, usually, yeah. or yeah. the although we've had uh, um, uh, Calvin... Carlton. Carlton, thank you. Yes. Carlton Jackson. I, know, yeah. I always do that. I, know. I always want to say Calvin Walker, and I. <laughs> oh well. Carlton. You have Calvin been if, you, in if, you, and, uh, if you want a conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, but where you don't have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, he's so good. I know. But uh, but Evan has a, a just a real knack for getting uh, really awesome people to come in um, that I would otherwise never get to play with because I'm not like a great jazz. Uh-huh. aficionado um, 
We've had Dave Captain a couple times. But the usual band is uh, Fred Ingram on drums, who is an old friend of mine. I love playing with him. We got that simpatico. And uh, kind of a new guy in town, Jay uh, Jorgensen. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. he's been in Portland for about a year, maybe a little more, from I think the Ashland area. But he's a fantastic bass player, really good mm -hmm. bass player. And the Iberians are still doing Cajun Zydeco? We're still doing Cajun Zydeco. Well, they call it Zydeco. Cajun, what does he call it? There's a lot of blues in it, too, yeah. and even some country. <laughs> so we got the Link McGrath on there singing the Chris Gaffney tunes, and <laughs> you know, sort of off the beaten path. But, but we do do the Cajun Zydeco, and yeah. uh, we might actually have a, um, a New Orleans funeral to do tomorrow afternoon. Really? I'm still waiting to hear about that. Wow. We get those occasionally, do the wake. Who died? You know, I, I don't know, just oh. somebody that... I don't think any of us know. They oh, just contacted okay. the band. Wow. So. That's weird. But that somebody died? Or that <laughs> they would get... It was from New Orleans, I guess. So. The, well, maybe not. You know, I mean, yeah. if, I, if I drop dead, I'd like to have one. Yeah, you want to have that, you know. You yeah. want to have the, um, yeah. that, you know, uh, New Orleans wake. You, know, uh, yeah. you want to have the second line out there. Yeah. So my wife and I are going to New Orleans in February. It's the first time I've ever been. Oh, my God. So I am so looking forward to that. Oh, man. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we've been watching, we've been binge-watching Treme to get you get ready right. for it. Right, and you're going to go to that, that club where, where uh, Kermit Ruffins plays up in... Oh, we're going to go everywhere. I don't know. Are you going to go to... to um, I don't know where we're Maple going. Leaf? I have, no, to, I have no idea Maple where we're going, but I think we're going everywhere. You must go to the Maple Leaf. The Maple you Leaf. cannot All right. go to New Orleans and not go to Maple Leaf. I'll put that down. Yeah. Because uh, well, I didn't. You know, they 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 have regulars, but you know those those bands are all, all, always traveling too. Uh -huh. So you know, there's when they're in town, Rebirth plays there a certain night. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. And I uh, used to be Papa Gross Funk would play there every week. So I don't know who they have these days, but whatever it is, you can't yeah. go wrong. Well, Maple my, Leaf is, yeah. is the first time I ever had king cake was in the Maple Leaf. Had which? King cake. That's what it's a cake oh, king eat. cake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the baby? With the baby. <laughs> did you get the baby? I did not get the baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm hoping I don't get the baby either. I don't, I don't want, I really don't want to find that. I don't know. It just doesn't sound right it's to okay. me. Oh, no, it's okay. You should, you should, you should enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> all right. You know. I'll be looking forward to that. I went to New Orleans. I got the baby and the king cake. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. Then I'll put it back on my list. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's great. Where are you staying? Do you know? Uh, we're staying in, am I going to say this right, the Marigny yeah, neighborhood? Yeah, that's nice. That's uh, nice. There's, yeah. a, there's a bunch of clubs right up in there. Yeah, Frenchman. I think there's a, yeah we're yeah. not far from Frenchman. And that club and where, where Kermit Ruffins plays in Treme uh -huh. uh, all the time, that club is, 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 is right in the thick of that. Yeah. And, uh, well, good for you. Yeah. Well, we like to walk. We like to bike. Uh -huh. So uh, we'll probably be renting yeah. some bikes yeah. and doing some tours. Well, you know, the thing is, it's it the especially if you're up there and you're gonna explore the French Quarter, you don't need a bike. Oh yeah, no, I know. You just need to yeah, just walk to get around. But I guess yeah. there's got a really nice bike path along the Mississippi there. Really? So we're kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even yeah. gonna ask it. It'll be a surprise, whatever it is. Yeah, when, when 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 they shoot you. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tom. Sure. So looking forward to. I'm going from Baltimore. Down. Okay, I understand yeah, okay. this. Okay. Um, you know when to duck. How long have you been here? Oh, my whole life, just about. Really? I was a year and a half old when I moved here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I'm a thousand and one now. Jeez. So All your school was here? 
All my school, everything. My uh, wow. my dad was a radio broadcaster. And, really? And, of uh, what variety? Um, he ended up being a commentator, you know. But Did he his hand behind his ear? Pardon? Did he have his hand behind his ear like Gary Owens? I don't know. I didn't actually <laughs> see him. I heard him. Yeah. I didn't actually see him. His name was John Salisbury, and he was in town for a long time. Oh, well, he, he was in town for his whole life after yeah. he got here. Yeah. Um, started out at KPTV and ended up mm-hmm. at KXL. And I think he started out kind of doing the news, and he did a kid's show on TV, but he ended really? up being kind of a, a super conservative commentator. Oh. You know, oh. so. But he's, he's long gone now. Oh, well. Were you ever on his kid's show? I was. Really? I vaguely remember it. <laughs> A lot of good it did me. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still an unknown. <laughs> Hundred years later, and they still don't I, know my I, name. I remember when I was a kid, there was a, a guy that did a cowboy show. A cowboy show, cowboy. yeah. And you could, you, yeah. If he went to the studio, Heck, he'd Heck put Harper. you on one of those horses that, that, that mechanical horses that jumped up and down, uh-huh. right? And sometimes, if you know, sometimes you were on TV, sometimes you weren't. And then he would show Hopalong Cassidy or whatever. And I lost my innocence. <laughs> I'm when, just filling in the rest of this story, when, and it's not good, Tom. And one day, there was a there was a shopping center opening. They didn't even have malls then. That's how long ago it was. There was a shopping center opening where he made a personal appearance, and he showed up dead fucking drunk. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, <laughs> What's wrong with that cow? Was that here in town? That was in Baltimore. Oh, okay. So yeah. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, we had a cowboy. Wasn't wasn't Heck Harper from here? Is that the? Well, you were probably weren't here. How long have you been here? Since '97. Since '97. Oh, this would have been way before your time. Yeah, yeah. I was when I got here. Ramblin' Rod was just getting ready to retire. That was it, Ramblin' Rod. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Ramblin' Rod. Yeah, I was I was I was virtually at the end of his his broadcast career when I got here. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him in his uh, in the Starlight Parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought. Why are these people standing around and watching a parade? And why is this parade going when it's pouring down rain? <laughs> I couldn't quite understand it because <laughs> my mother had always told me, "Use an umbrella." Right. <laughs> Don't come in out of the rain. And yeah. then I said, "Well, I've I've moved to a different place." <laughs> That's the quickest way to give yourself away as a non-Portlander is to bust out that umbrella. <laughs> yeah, my dad actually had a gig announcing parades on the bridge. Wow. We got to see several parades from the huh. Tower of the Morrison Bridge uh-huh. as kids. It was uh-huh. awesome. Was he one of those guys with great pipes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he had a very right. you know, stentorian voice and you know, perfect <laughs> diction. Really old school broadcaster. You know, perfect enunciation. Would have, would have driven him crazy to hear radio announcers now. Oh, radio, yeah. Radio personalities. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> That's funny. Well, a lot of them, especially sports guys, they sound like they're 12 years old. Pardon? Especially the sports guys now, they sound like they're 12 yeah. years old. <laughs> well, everybody sounds like they're 12 years old to me. <laughs> Jeez. So what about the, uh, you, you, you have a recording studio? What is, what is that part? Yeah, it's a, yeah, I got a small project studio that yeah. I, I work out of at home, um, you know, just a digital Pro Tools studio. Uh-huh. Um, you know, anybody can have one now, right? Right. But I, I got a couple of good Well, yeah, but you do have to buy it. 
You do have to buy it, yeah. yeah. And, and, and know how to operate And the good stuff is still expensive. It's sad, yeah. but true. Yeah, yeah. So, but I've got a couple of key pieces that help get a pretty good sound. Who have you recorded in there? Well, we did the Last Brothers album there. Did so you? That just, that just oh. came out. Well, it didn't just come out, wouldn't no. it? I guess it's been out for a few months now, The yeah, Gravity yeah. of Love. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're working on one right now for Jamie Leopold. If, uh, really? You know, you know Jamie, I but know Jamie, Jamie was Leopold, the bass player yeah. for Dan yeah. Hicks yeah. Yeah. Uh, for years and years, and he's now a uh, curmudgeonly old Portland personality. He sure is. He's got his own band called The Short Stories. I play right. with them. Yeah, do you? And they, yeah, and they they still have that, that female singer? Jennifer Schmea, yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, Jennifer Smea is one of our uh, steering yes. committee members yes. on the uh, um, <laughs> for the. Uh, so every it's such what an a incestuous small town. It's not only small; we're just in each other's drawers, you know, yes. any, anymore. <laughs> so, um, but Jennifer's great. She's uh, she she's uh, sings with Jamie, but she's uh, got her own trio doing uh, a lot of her own material. She's uh-huh. a really nice voice, really great performer and also performs with two loose a cajun band so yeah so there's a lot of back and forth between we we trade accordion players back and forth with them in the, in, uh, <laughs> in evan's band uh, evan will sub for them sometimes and rick sub for us so it's, and reggie plays in two loose sometimes i guess so yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't seen him in a while reggie but, Houston. Yeah, he's he keeps busy he, he does keep busy not he doesn't have a lot of gigs now but he's got he's got the two he's got two regular gigs he plays top on tuesday nights right. and he plays the eat there's that breakfast thing. Yeah, there, yeah. Brunch thing. On Sunday, Sounds on, like a really Sundays. fun way to start your Sunday. Yeah, uh, that's now that's the box of chocolates band with Turtle. Yeah. Vandemar. Yeah, man. Speaking there's that thing from way back. Yeah. I love Turtle. Yeah. Have you seen him lately? Is he? Uh-uh. Yeah. No, uh, but they, he's they, having some health scares there, but I think he's doing all right. Well, everybody is because we're all getting really that's old. That's true, yeah. That's true. Yeah, especially me. Um. Yeah, I know. And, and <laughs> thank, thanks for taking that for the team, Tom. <laughs> Um, uh, and, and so, have you ever played with Reggie? Once, but it doesn't really count. I, oh. was, I was playing at a. Well, I, I was playing with Earl Thomas actually. Oh. This was years ago. Uh huh. This was pre Scott McGee. This was after he was Ural Thomas, but before he was Ural Thomas. Gotcha. There was a period in the middle where nobody knew who he was. Yeah. For most of his life, which is really a sad story. Yeah. Um, but I was playing with him on and off in a couple of bands, and he got us a gig at the place out in uh, northeast Portland called, uh, I think, Club 222 or something. Uh-huh. And, um, um, and the... <laughs> the band was the only white guys in there, but we, but um, except for Ural, and we played there for a couple, three weeks. It was a, it was actually a pretty good gig, and Reggie came in there one night, and I think he had just got to town. Oh, I think because he was oh. like talking stuff about you yeah, know yeah. being a sax player and being from New Orleans and being yeah, you know, and yeah. um, I wasn't paying too much attention, but the. The drummer came over to me, um, Rob Schnell, which some people might remember, mm-hmm. really great drummer. And he said, hey, man, this Reggie guy, he's the real deal. We should have him sit yeah. in. Yeah. And I said, fine. you know. And he sat in, and he was great. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because, you know, when when you're in a band, you often, there are people will come in and say, you know, hey, I've got my harmonica out in the car. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I, brought, I, I got a banjo here, you know, or whatever. And you're kind of like, how do I tell them politely, right. you know? Right. Meanwhile, Reggie was Fats Domino's Barry player for 20 but, yeah, years. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard of him, of course, because I don't know squat. But, um, but the, the drummer figured it out and clued me in, and it, yeah. was, it was 
a really interesting. So Reg, Reggie Houston and, and Ural Thomas in this little dive. Wow. You know, <laughs> those were the days. Those were the days. Ural really hasn't taken off like people thought he would, I think. I, he seems to be getting some recognition, but, man, he's so good. Yeah. That guy is just, he's, if anybody's got it, he's got it. He just huh. knows how to do, you know, playing with him. I, he just works his ass off. Mm -hmm. He will do anything to get a crowd going. And, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to me that he hasn't just been famous all his life, you know. Yeah. He knew all those guys. He knew Otis, and he knew all those. You sure, know, sure. You know, he was yeah. in that crowd, but. Yeah. Just luck of the draw, I guess. So, um, have we missed any bands? <laughs> we need to keep talking, but uh, we've <laughs> that's, that's probably enough. Well, best of luck with this thing. Well, thanks. You know, uh, January seventh, Saturday night, nine o'clock to midnight. It's all up on the page here. Yep. All the links, everything Come else. Come on down. And um, there'll be prizes and. No, I don't know if there'll be prizes, but it'll be fun. <laughs> Tom will be there. That's who? your reason, right? You. Me? Oh. <laughs> I'm hoping. What day we'll of the week is it? We'll see if he makes it. What day of the week is it? It's a Saturday night. Well, your show's on Friday. You yeah, but I, I have I have a DJ Oh, gig. that's right. You do your but DJ. But it doesn't start till 10. Okay, well. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> All right, well, you know, uh, best of luck with this. And, Thank you so you much. You know, uh, keep Thanks. up the fight. And well, you too. Too, I man. hope this is a long-term thing. Maybe just until the until the midterms next time, and we can get, be, when, when we can get control of the, of the Senate and impeach the son of a bitch. Evaluate back in the midterms. If he yeah. makes it, I mean, I can't believe that he's actually. Well, don't get me started. Me neither. Don't get me okay, started. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Tom.